welcome back to Big Boss Mirror with Brandy Von Holten. Today's guest is Hannah Perry. Now, it used to not be Hannah Perry. It was Hannah Ferguson. And Hannah, I view her, I, I forget that I'm older, but Hannah was actually born in 1998, and that is like the year after I graduated high school. So, um, Hannah, I, you've, uh, you've got, had a baby. You've gotten married in the last couple of years. So, like, tell us about your home life. Well, I uh, started dating Craig in 2018, um, got married in 2019, kind of quick, <laughs> and he immediately jumped in to the horse life with me, and we were running our own little ranch and training horses, um, and then down the road, we ended up moving out here to Seneca to be closer Seneca, to his family. Yep, Seneca, Kansas. Okay. Um, Where were y'all before? We uh, Topeka. Topeka, okay. Yeah. And, and y'all moved to, Ellen. oh, I'm so sorry. Y'all moved to Seneca to um, be closer to his family? Yep. Okay. And then, so first came love, then came marriage, then came who in the baby carriage? <laughs> then came Ellie in March. Okay. And, and she- oh, go ahead. She was born March 25th. <laughs> March 25th. Okay. So now you have always, um, you have always wanted to make your child's own clothes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yep. just to give y'all a little bit of some major foreshadowing, Hannah has started making her baby's custom clothes and everybody in the world wants to buy them now. Literally she's shipping all across the United States. But before we get into that, oh, and Canada, girl, you're now in two countries. (laughs) Okay, so let's back up a little bit. So I knew you as a as a youth rider. You had talked about how y'all were training horses. I met you back in the day whenever I was competing in uh, UHCA, which is the Ultimate Horseman's Challenge Association, and also EXCA, which is the Extreme Cowboy Association. So, uh, tell us about the horses that you rode. Um, well, I started out, well, I've been riding my whole life. Um, I used to, I grew up riding in Mansfield, Missouri. And then when I started riding in Pika with Cindy, I started riding her horse, Dash. And she, she pretty much changed my entire view on the horse world. So, she introduced me to cowboy style everything um i grew up doing aqha showing style so uhca was definitely new for me um but definitely opened my eyes to a whole new whole new world whole new style and then from dash i went to dolce and she was a mare that i was riding for a lady local um and she was one of my heart horses um she was a three-year-old mare and she passed away after getting hit by a truck. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, definitely was a hard, hard loss for all of us. Um, everyone that knew me and that mare knew the relationship that I had with that horse. Um, and then after Dolce, I went on um, working with more rescue horses because I just fell in love with rescue work after her. So um, another really important horse that I had was Tiki and she now lives with another girl but we did a lot with her we rescued her and 
end up riding her in Battle of the Breed. Okay. All right. So let's uh, back up just a little bit. So you said that you rode with Cindy. What's Cindy's last name? Cindy Branham. Cindy Branham. Now, she specializes in uh, working equitation, and she does a lot with Mustangs. Um, oh, yeah. Her horse, Dash, that you were riding, was that a Mustang? Uh, no, he was paint horse. Okay. Um, that she actually bred herself, so she was, he was one of her babies. Okay. And then um, and, Dolce. Dolce was just a grade horse. Yep, just a little grade quarter horse. She was really small. Um, she, I believe she came, uh, some, some random person sold her from the back of a truck, um, and she ended up in a rescue, and I was working with that rescue owner. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I was doing a lot of work for them, riding their horses. Well, and you know what? Like, okay, so all of, at Von Holten Ranch, you know, we um, we have a herd of like five animals, okay? And in our herd, the amount of money that I paid for those five animals is like $1,700 total, okay? $1,700 for those five animals. But the amount of money that has been offered to me is $42,000, that I have turned down for each one of those added up. So a lot of people, you know, they will only ride a registered animal. And of our five animals, one of them is registered, but he is a a gelding, which means that he is a boy horse that's no longer able to breed. So, like, it doesn't even matter that he's registered because we ain't going to do nothing with that. I mean, he's kind of like, you know, his lineage was done, okay? But, um, so rescue horses, you know, like we've had horses that, um, just, they get into the wrong hands and sometimes it's not, it's not malicious. It's just people don't know. So you said that Dolce was hit by a truck. So I had a horse named Chalkboard and, you know, I write children's books and each one of my books has a, um, it's character education and, um, the third book the main character is Chalkboard. Well, Chalkboard was a grade mare because uh, she didn't ever get papers put on her. And um, her book is about how having a bad childhood does not define you as an adult, okay? Well, in, uh, the, in her real life, I uh, took this horse that was a little bit older, that wasn't ever trained, and then... Um, trained her had she she took more time because she was a little bit older but then we end up winning like this reserve champion in the greenhorn division in this one association at their nationals and but uh, the amount of time that I had to spend on that horse was equal to about two horses time of training okay and I own this trail riding facility and she was kind of a hog for my time, even though I loved her. Well, we used to have yeah. an intern named Gunner um, that he is work, um, working the this cattle operation with for his grandparents, and he needed a horse. So I actually sold him chalkboard because she needed a job. She needed to be rode more consistently. And I needed to not own her because I loved her so much I was putting too much time into her. Anyways, Chalkboard got the name Chalkboard because she's jet black and you can ride on her with sidewalk chalk. Well, she ended up getting out and 
uh, totaled someone's car. But you know how oh, Dolce I- passed away. Chalkboard did not. Do you know that that mare, I mean, it did break her leg, but it was like a long linear break, like up and down. And mm-hmm. um, it was able to heal up. So Chalkboard is the only horse I know that totaled a car and lived. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but people don't realize, like I know, you know, with, we've been open now for like seven years and I know of it like four horses, four or five horses that have been hit by vehicles. Like people do not think about that at all. <coughs> so anyways, okay, so you and Craig, y'all had Craig and Hannah horsemanship, which is C double H. Okay, originally. Yeah. But now you and Craig are your uh, C double H is the name of your clothing company, right? Yes. Well, yes. And photography. And photography. You know, you and I, it's hard to explain you and I because we have different avenues. You know, a lot of times people are like, I'm an accountant or I'm a doctor. And we're just like, I do this, I do that, I used to do this. <laughs> it's just a lot for people. Sometimes that's why I love doing these podcasts. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. I've always been told I have too many irons in the fire my whole life, but I never quit. <laughs> you know what? I don't agree with that. I know that a lot of people, they put their expectations on others, and I enjoy, um, you know, I'm, I think I have some, like, adult ADHD or something, but I enjoy not doing the same thing, and um, I think it, it, like, I like doing different things. Like, it, it's creative. Oh, so, yeah, me too. I, I love being able to to try and learn new things and have all that experience. Right. Well, let's get to know Hannah just a little bit more, okay? So you have your CNA. So you were a certified nurse's assistant? Yep. Did you like doing that? Did you work at a nursing home or anything? Um, I've worked at a nursing home, but primarily I actually did in-home care um, with dementia residents. Okay. Um, and I specifically worked for one gal, uh, one lady, for a year. And when she passed away, um, I just didn't really want to continue working in that field and, and you know, moving on to someone else. You know, I really loved that lady and definitely learned a lot from her. Okay. Um, so, after that, I went to full-time dispatching. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had went to, was it Washburn University for a semester and a half or a year and a half? Or how long was semester it there? Semester and a half. A semester and a half. And you were a criminal justice major? Yep. You know, Hannah, like a lot of times I meet people and I, I never realize how many parallels that we have. Like, I have I have three college degrees and my second one was in criminal justice. And uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I actually worked at a law enforcement training facility before, and I was a, it's called a PR-24. It's like a defensive uh, nightstick. I was a, an instructor in that. So oh, a lot of people. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, like, see there, there's like a little um, little segue. But the only reason I have that second college degree is because I had cancer, and I didn't I didn't find out until the month I graduated with my first college degree, but then I had to to be on my mom's insurance. I had to be a full-time student, so 
college was really hard for me. Okay. Like it took five and a half years to get my first four year degree and I did not have some beautiful GPA. Okay. Um, and then I had to re-enroll the very next month. I didn't even get, I didn't even get like two weeks off and then I had to be another full-time college student. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and then you did dispatching. Did you, did you like being a dispatcher? Oh, yes. I loved it. Probably one of the best jobs I ever had was being a dispatcher. And I dispatched for 911, um, Shawnee County. So we did Sika, Shawnee County, fire, uh, police, sheriff. Okay. Um, okay, so you you have told me before that you had um, either you were going to start to go back to college to become a teacher or you had enrolled. Yeah, I, I had started, and then I found out, well, I enrolled, and then I was in it for about two weeks, and then I found out I was pregnant. Okay. And so I quit going to school, um, and I actually got a teaching job <laughs> instead. You got a teaching job after you quit going to college to become a teacher? Yep. I started um, tutoring okay. for uh, K through it's K through six, but I, my highest level was fourth. So okay. I actually tutored and basically taught these kids um, some literacy and math skills and then also did music and movement for kindergartners. Okay. Do you know one of my very best friends, like she looks a lot like me, like we're about the same height. We're about the same. Well, she weighs less than me, you know, but we look, you know, we're both round. And uh, yeah. <laughs> She got put into a magazine one time, like one of the uh, magazine owners thought it was a picture of me, and she got like a half a page in this magazine before. Anyways, her name is Mallory. Mallory just got hired to teach at a uh, private school, and she has an associate's degree, but I thought that, I see, I always thought that teachers had to be a certified teacher, but in private schools, that's not the case. You know, they oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I did not know that either you know a lot I of was them... shocked that I was able to tutor without an actual degree but I mean we we did a lot teaching wise for these kids and we just used you know I mean I had experience teaching with horses and everything else right and that's why they hired me but yeah no no teaching degree well you know whenever I first started I was a school teacher for 11 years I taught science but Whenever I got hired as a school teacher, I had a degree in biology with a minor in physics, and I had a degree in criminal justice, but I didn't have a teaching degree, but they allowed me to start teaching because I started my master's in, um, in, a, in my master's of, in teaching, but they, uh, it was an alternative cert, uh, teacher certification, so it took two years until I was a certi- you know, quote-unquote certified teacher, and then I also yeah. had, got my master's at the same time, I think. The alternative teacher certification, it ended about two or three classes before the master's. So after I finished the alternative teacher certification, I just finished up those last couple of classes. But, you know, I wasn't even a certified teacher for the first two years. So, you know, and now with, you know, the world being as crazy as it has been in the last couple of years, um, I know that the teaching world is hurting, you know, like, there's been so many stipulations put on the teachers, and I know a lot of them are leaving the profession. 
And so oh, yeah, I bet there's going to be all sorts of like, um, do you have a heartbeat? Yes. Can you come teach this class? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I bet, you know, I bet whenever, or to allow people to, you know, continue their education and start teaching at the same time. I'm sure they'll be just a little bit more lenient, especially with the younger grades. So definitely, I mean, just with uh, COVID and everything, you know, they were having trouble keeping schools open, not because of COVID, but because of staffing. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, okay, so let's. Okay, so we've learned a little bit about you. You were a CNA, and then you were with a lady that ended up passing away. Then you end up wanting to leave that, and then criminal justice, and then. Uh, was a dispatcher, and then the um, wanting to become a teacher, and you said that you might possibly go back to college like you want to. So, I definitely would love to one day. Um. Okay. So let's tell somebody. Let's tell people a little bit more about. Um, you had um, a boyfriend before Craig that was named Justin. Now Justin ended up passing away in an ATV. Um, accident, is that correct? Yes. And that was actually Cindy Branham's son, the one that you were yes. training with. So, yes. man, I was I was devastated, and I know uh, whenever Cindy's son passed away, it was around the time that my niece passed away, so I've always kind of felt connected to her because we were going through a lot of those same emotions, but not not to the same degree of what she was going through at the same time. But um, Craig is actually uh, Justin's cousin. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's probably why y'all's relationship was able to move a little bit faster is because you had already been around Craig. Definitely. Um, It's kind of funny because, I mean, before Justin had passed, I mean, and I met, I mean, I started hanging out with Craig a few years later, but, you know, I never really thought twice about Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of a kind of a nerdy little dorky kid uh, back then. And then he's not now, um, girl. You married a Paul Bunyan with some red hair. <laughs> Craig has. And then a couple couple years later, I I posted on my Snapchat story on Justin's birthday, or maybe it's the day before, and I said, "You know, does anyone want to ride today? Because I wanted someone to hang out with that day." And he came over, and I took one look at him when he came out of his car, and I was like, yep, yep. I'm going to date him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Craig, and then he kind Craig of done grown up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my God. I need to remind myself that you were born the year after I graduated high school. I cannot say <laughs> Craig grown up, okay, because he could be my child. What year was Craig born in? Uh, 97. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's okay. like six months older than me I think okay all right so let's get okay so Hannah has been in my uh, big boss mayor goal setting group that I it's a hundred days long at the beginning of the year and um, we really try to share how we're being organized and get chugging along and and then um, you signed up for the second session um, in Next year, I'm just going to have the first session, but allow everybody to stay in that same group. You know, that group, I feel so secure in there, and I only allow a maximum of 25 people to join. But I feel so, I mean, that group um, gets to know and see more things than everybody else in the world gets to see because I needed a, 
I needed a group where I could actually get information from and I could share ideas and I could, you know, try to stay motivated because a lot of people can get motivated, but they can't stay motivated. And I struggle with that as well. So this group really helps me with like making sure I stay on task. And you know, you you are a product of the people that you the five people you spend the most time with. Well, in today's world, a lot of times you're not physically around someone. So that goal setting group is like a goal setting sisterhood. But that's where Hannah was part of that and I have got, you know, I don't have a child, right? But Hannah has started making these baby clothes and they are adorable. So let's let's talk about the baby clothes for a little bit. So I started sewing in is it a late April or or late May or early June? Um and I had had a sewing machine for a while that my grandma gave me. Um and she had taught me how to sew, you know, back when I was a I don't know, a tween, like 12, and I sewed some dresses, and then I kind of didn't really touch it anymore after that, because I was a teenager, and I was in high school, um, and then my grandma got dementia, and she's still alive, um, but she has dementia, and she gave me her sewing machine, and said, you know, I want you to have this, because I know you, you've, you always talked about wanting to make your baby clothes, and she remembered that, um, but she couldn't, she can't teach me how to use it anymore. So I told her, I was like, you know, when I get time, I'm, I'm going to sit down and learn again. And so a few months passed, I had Ellie. And then once, once it kind of died down a little bit, the excitement from the new baby, I got to work and kind of haven't stopped sewing since. And now I make baby clothes, toddler clothes, adult clothes, doll clothes. Okay. So. You have, um, you've made bell bottoms, bell bottoms for babies. Okay. They are, I'm, I'm over here like, I wonder if she can make me some bell bottoms. I know she's going to have to use some fabric, but those are cute. And then it'll be like a matching bow, but you also make something called a, a bummy. So what's a bummy? Um, a bummy is just like basically baby short, baby underwear, (laughs) Um, they're really great because you can put them over diapers. You know, if you want your baby to just run a house, run around the house naked, you can throw a bummy over their diaper. So they're not just in a diaper. Right. Um, so and it kind of classes it up a little diapers. bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're cute and you can put them with anything. <laughs> now, um, you're also making like, um, jumper, not jumpers, or do you make, you making like sweatpants also or sweatpants sets? Uh, right now, the most popular thing that people want is joggers, um, skinnies, which are like leggings, and then sweaters. Okay. Uh, what kind of fabric? Do you use wool, or do you use cotton, or do you use spandex? Um, I pretty much work with any type of fabric. For the sweaters, I have quite a few different knit fabrics. Um, they're just cotton, poly blends, and then for the bummies and leggings and joggers i usually use um double brush polyester which is yeah double brush polyester it's polyester blend um and then they brush it on both sides which makes like this really 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 tiny fuzz so it's a warm soft fabric and it's probably the most requested 
fabric that I use in my shop. And then there's also bullet fabric, which is a textured one. And that's what I do the most bummies with. Okay. Now these fabrics, this isn't just some, um, this ain't just some fabric that you're going to be able to get and prints that you're going to be able to get at Joann's, right? Joann's fabric shop or at Walmart. No, no. you're getting custom prints, right? Do what? Yeah. So I use a few from Joann's. I do fabric store orders every now and then when people want something quick, but the majority of my fabric is all custom printed. So I either find a design somewhere or I buy already pre-printed fabric um, from shops here in the U.S. that print fabric. Okay. Um, now you, you have grown this business. Now your baby's only seven months old. Okay. So like this has like, uh, snowballed, like just down (laughs) the steepest hill ever. And like, oh my goodness, you told me the other day you came over and we worked because I wanted to, you know, I find that whenever I sit down with another entrepreneur, and we just work beside each other, we get so much more done than a phone call. Because a phone call, you're going to jack around and do your own stuff while you're working and kind of tune out a little bit. So you told me that you are cutting fabric, like, for, like, two days. One day is, like, shipping, and like, you're doing um, sewing two days. Like, this has turned into, like, a more than full-time job. Yeah, I, I can't keep up with the orders. I I have reached the point where I either have to make changes in order to grow or I'm going to limit myself because I have people who want to order and I'm at the point where I'm like, look, you're going to have to give me a few. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, even on this phone call right now, I'm, I'm cutting fabric. Right. Right. Well, that's okay. Like, please cut away. I want you to keep cutting because I want people to be able to get these amazing prints and stuff for Christmas or for whatever holiday they want them. Because uh, it doesn't have to be a Christmas gift. It can be a birthday gift. It can be a, you just want your baby to look the best, like the best looking baby ever with these clothes on. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a customer who, who, get all their clothes here pretty much and then I have I actually have a birthday dress I'm about to sew um so tell me you have 15 represent representatives right now so um tell me how the representatives work or the reps is what you call them so my rep um I actually kind of run my rep program a little different than most rep programs so we have a little group chat um in Facebook messenger and they they are my go-to for pretty much anything I have customer service related with my business. So if I want to know what prints I need to release, if there's something I need to change with my clothing, if there's a flaw, um, if I need to change something with my website, I go to them. And not only that, most of my reps have been with me for the long run. I have three who have been with me since I started um, and all the other ones. I mean, I think I've lost two in the duration. Um, and I mean, we've become really close friends. We have a whole separate little mommy chat now and we talk all the time and they share my business. They, they just support it in every way that they can, whether it's helping answer questions or it's sharing it on Facebook or purchasing themselves. Um, I mean, they're my, they're my team. You know, Hannah, so something that you and I had talked about in person whenever we were working together is some of my biggest supporters 
I've never met them or 95% of our interactions are, are online. I mean, some of my, I mean, some of like the people that I call and talk to or that are always like, you know, sharing my stuff with the world are, you know, people that I don't get to see very often. Um, yeah, I mean, like some of my biggest supporters are not in my day, in my life every day. Is that Definitely. something that you uh, find? So I think out of all my reps, I think I've only met one, one in person, maybe two, if I can remember right. Um, and she was actually a photography client, and the rest have all been just finding through Facebook. Some are in Topeka, so they're a little more local. And there's a few more around the Seneca area. But then I also have one rep in Arkansas. I've got one in Texas. I've got one in Canada. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all over. And honestly, the one in Texas and the one in Arkansas are are two people that I, I really feel like I can rely on and are good friends now. So for you... And I've never to, met them. And you've never met them. I know you've never got to sit down and have a go out and eat taco Tuesday together, you know, (laughs) but I will tell you, I believe in your business and, uh, man, I, I wish that, I mean, like how close are y'all to Craig uh, getting to come home and working with you? Um, we're not far from it. Uh, I mean, we start with a few things, you know, it's, it's kind of scary to take the leap of having his full-time income and, you know, leaving that, mm-hmm. the run our own business from home. But at the same time, you know, for the past, I don't know, four or five years, I have been working a business from home, whether it was horses or photography or sewing. I've always got something going on. And now I've found my niche where, where it's working year round. You know, it doesn't matter if it's summer or winter, people need clothing. <laughs> Well, and you know what? That is so cool that you're like, I have something that's year-round because with us having this horse trail riding facility, we're not year-round. I mean, like, we've diversified to have, we have a wedding venue also, but then that also slows down during the winter. But now with our online classes that I'm able to instruct, um, and then also with the new business that we're launching called Building with David, where my husband sends children, like, project kits with all of the wood and all of the things they need and then they can build with him online um we're hoping to uh bridge that gap of winter winter is winter is scary for um a business that is self-owned that is seasonal uh oh yeah with you being in the horse world oh i know you can't you can't work horses if you're six feet buried in snow or if it's like 15 below, you know, it's just not advantageous to be riding horses and training them. So. Yeah, and, and even with photography, I mean, in the summer, I'm going to have clients, you know, every week. But then when it comes winter, if I don't have an indoor studio, I'm not going to have the clients that I need to support my family. And, you know, that's why we kind of strayed away from it a little bit. Well, and I've seen, you know, your photography, you were a photographer for our Country Tough Trail Versatility National Championship, and you took wonderful photos. You took photos of me in a parade um, with this big, massive yellow foam hat on, on my mule, and I, 
uh, had a little pink cowboy hat on my horse. And, uh, you know, those photos will end up in uh, my my fourth children's book with um, the horse named Glamour in there because Glamour is, she doesn't win anything, but she's good at everything. So that book is about it's okay to be okay. And, uh, and she's also my smallest horse, but she's my most reliable, useful horse. So it's about size doesn't matter. So, yeah. Okay. So Hannah, how do people get in touch with you? How do they order or get onto this list? That's getting a little bit longer each day. Okay. So I have a few ways that you can order or contact me. The biggest way is going to be through our VIP group and it's C double H creations dash VIPs on Facebook. And then we also just have a normal Facebook page, which is C double H creations. And then I recently hired a gal to do a website for me and I have just launched my website um, this past week. So there is a contact page on there as well. And that's just C double H.com. And then you can always message me on Facebook messenger but I do prefer that you go through the website if possible. So let's not even tell them to message you on Messenger. Let's let okay. So <laughs> go back to that page because you were you were talking way too fast for me. It's C double H Creations, and then what do they find on Facebook? Like a VIP or what do they find? Yeah, so it's C the word double H Creations dash VIPs on Facebook, and basically it's a little VIP group. Um, where I will post, you know, first dibs at deals, in stock fabric. Um, you'll get to do or watch lives with me where I just kind of sew and chat with people late at night. You know, there's a lot of stay-at-home moms who are up late at night with their babies, and mm-hmm. we just talk sometimes. Um, you can also find discounts from our rep codes. All of our reps have a unique discount code, which can save you a percentage off your order, and you can only find those codes in the group. Okay. Now, okay, just because I want to make sure and be clear, because I want everybody in the world to come and buy clothes from you, okay? So it's the letter C, and then you write out the word double. So D-O-U-B-L-E, and then the letter H, and then creations with an S on it, correct? Yep. And then dash V-I-P's. So it's V-I-P-S? Yes. Okay, so that's the Facebook page, and then the website that has contact information is com. Yeah. Okay, well, Hannah, so let me ask you this right here. Whenever you came to Von Holten Ranch and you worked the other day with me, was there anything that now, after, you know, having enough time to absorb and everything, is there anything that you think that I could be doing differently or better or like an area that you see for growth i think that you should look into getting a rep program i think that it would be extremely beneficial for your business and not only your business just for you personally to help get you off the internet sometimes you know having a rep Mm -hmm. program for me means means that i don't have to be on facebook every day i don't have to go and post every day because i have 15 women who can do that for me now and I don't have to pay them. Okay. I yeah. mean, it, it's, it's a way to trade advertisement for, you know, a special discount <laughs> on okay. a stay or a trail ride or something like that. Um, I think just having some more free time would definitely 
lessen this load of stress. Um, and also, I haven't seen a rep program for a trail riding business before. Okay. Well, it would be very unique to your business, I think. You know, I might be able to do one for the building with David or do one with, you know, because I have children's books. I have coloring books. I've got finger puppets that are horses that match my books. I mean, I have uh, my big boss mare group and I make personal planners. I have equine logbook. I mean, I have anyways, you know, if people wanted to look up all that stuff and like if somebody wanted to come to me as a rep, they, if they can spell Brandy with a Y, and then my last name is V-O-N-H-O-L-T-E-N, so BrandyVonHolten.com, I mean, I would be down for, I would be down for a rep, um, most definitely for my own personal stuff, and then for the Building with David, and if they wanted to look at that, it's BuildingWithDavid.com, um, I would be down for that. You know, and um, so whenever, after seeing your business and everything, man, I think you, and the only thing I worry about y'all, you being young and you got the baby, is insurance. You know, like, I know that kind of sounds crazy and everything, and I do, uh, but man, I know so many people that would not just jump into the business, but as soon as you, like, with that job where you're working for someone else, uh, you get super motivated to be highly successful. And uh, I think that Craig could come on, you know, he doesn't have to sew. Oh my gosh, he could be in charge of cutting all the fabrics and mailing and then uh, responding to people. I mean, like, do you know how much time it takes to respond to people? But like, that's what we, that's what we're trying to do as entrepreneurs. We're trying to get our product out there. We need them to, we need them to ask questions and stuff, but yeah, Definitely. I, I wouldn't be afraid of it. You know, Von Holten Ranch, whenever we did this thing right here, we, girl, we quit two, two jobs that were amazing. <laughs> You know, like I, I left a teaching career where I was making, I um, mean, it was one of the school districts that's like highly sought after. And then my mm-hmm. husband left a job where he was a manager of a tool rental store, but they also gave him a, a truck with a fuel allowance. You know, it's, wow. it's really hard to leave, you know, combined we were making, you know, we were, we were bringing home over a hundred thousand a year and we were like, you know, this is good money for two people without children and we we left um two jobs working 40 hours to for both of us to work 80 you know (laughs) but uh but we love it you know we love working for ourselves and it is stressful but you know well I I think a big a huge huge benefit of it is you know my there are some days where she hangs out with a neighbor girl but my daughter doesn't have to go to daycare Right. She gets to stay home with her mom every day while mm-hmm. I still work a full-time job. And I get I get to do everything with her. I get to see all of her first moments. And I hope that in the near future, Craig will get to join me in that, you know. Right. I think I think that's probably the, the biggest benefit and the biggest reason why I do it. I, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. But I also love working. <laughs> I love to work. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, but I literally love working. I know that might sound weird to some people, but, like, 
I'm very task oriented. I'm goal oriented, and I I love to produce. I love to do things. Um, I exactly. I can't wait for your clothes to get into a store because I know they will. I I believe. So I, I've, I've actually had two offers now to do that. Um, one of them came when I had first started. It was like a month into my business, um, but I was only working with cotton woven material still, so I declined, and then. A few months ago, I had another person reach out to do like a little booth in their store because they have a couple different boutiques in one building. Um, and it's definitely been on my mind. But I think before I do that, I'm, you know, more interested in, in having my own little shop. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, definitely a goal of mine. Yeah. So, well, Hannah, I will tell you that, um, you know, you have my attention, right? There's a lot of people that I have contact with. And I'm over here like, I can't get enough of Hannah Perry. I called one of my horse trainers. I called Lee Hart, which you've trained with before, one of my horse trainers. And I was like, Lee Hart. I was like, Hannah Perry's doing some cool stuff, man. I was like, she's smart. I was like, she is literally smart. And I told him about your baby clothes. And he was like, what? (laughs) I was like, dude, she's making custom baby clothes. And they are ridiculous. Okay. And like for a woman that's in her 40s, that never had kids to get pumped up about these clothes. Girl, I can't wait for people to like, you know, get an ounce of interest and go look at them bell bottoms with Wrangler on them. <laughs> oh my God, those are so cute. So Now, the I will say that the Wrangler, so part of, part of what I've been struggling with with my business is kind of learning what I can print, what I can sew, yeah. and what I can sell. And so I've definitely been looking into, you know, different licenses. Because that singular pair of bell bottoms was for my daughter. Right. Um, personal use. So I hope that in the future I can get, you know, more licenses to do license prints um, and offer more of those. Right now when I do them, they're, they're not really advertised just oh. because I – yeah. Yeah, you have to watch stuff. Girl, do you know I had like this um all around cowgirl competition and I wanted to use the Wonder Woman logo. Okay, I had to call like two different businesses in two different states. They had to give me written permission to be able to use that and I had to tell them exactly what I was doing with it. But I got permission to use the Wonder Woman logo. On some yeah, ribbons. I'm, I've been working on learning, you know, what exactly I have to do. I know that I have to stay away from uh, Disney prints right now. Right. But but there are some smaller logos where, they, where they're, you know, not worried about it. But I definitely want to look into getting to work with bigger brands because Wrangler example, you know, I don't know where I can get my baby a pair of Wrangler pants that are bell-bottomed and cute like that. And Right. So definitely something that I hope that I can – in the future well and that's like um you know my horse the my the main character of my first children's book his name is ktm well ktm is a brand of dirt bike but he was he was named after my husband used to race dirt bikes so he was named after that but uh ktm has not come after me yet for that but my horse's (laughs) registered name is ktm so like i'm like dude i own this i got it registered and everything you know 
But <laughs> no, you have to pay attention to that stuff. You can't just like go around and do some crazy stuff, you know, like you have to just get permission. And a lot of times it's just contacting them and they'll say, yeah, we don't care, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm learning more about, you know, the paperwork side of running a business as well, because with my photography, it's not something I've really had to worry about. And, you know, now I've been doing a lot more research and, you know, because I want my business to be a real thing. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to just be this thing I'm running out of my house. I want it to be a shop. I want to, I want it to be a professional, real business. And so I'm doing everything I, that I can to, to achieve that. Well, and I've always been told that a slow growth is a real growth, you know, so like, it's okay if it takes you a little bit to get to a store or it's okay if it takes a little while to get the shop, you know, cause then, you know, you've put your time in, you know what I mean? You don't want to have something that you explode into and then like, uh Oh, you know, we grew too fast. Cause if you, grow too fast, there, mm-hmm, if you grow too fast, you fall fast. So, okay. Well, thank you, Hannah. And just to remind everybody, the website is C or her Facebook page is C creations dash VIPs. All right. Thank you for tuning into big boss mayor with Brandy Von Holton.